The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Saints Happy Hour needs your support so we can keep giving you the Saints coverage you love. Become a patron to help us keep giving you the best daily Saints podcast on earth. Supporting Saints Happy Hour gives you the best Saints podcast every day without any stupid ads or promos like this one. And patrons also get access to our private Discord channel where you can talk Saints 24-7, early access to podcast episodes, our world-famous booze bundle with four amazing swag items. So do it. Go to SaintsHappyHour.com and sign up today. That's SaintsHappyHour.com. We hope you didn't fill up on Turkey Day because at MyBookie, the fun is just getting started. This Cyber Monday, my bookie is giving you a bet one, get one free promotion on the Monday night football games. On Cyber Monday, bet against the spread on the week 12 Monday night football game. And whatever you wager up to $100, you receive that same value back in a risk-free bet for week 13's Monday night game. My bookie is the only sports book where buy one, get one means you're the one holding the bag. Don't miss out. Head to mybookie.ag. This Monday to get in on the exclusive promotion. Set yourself up for success by doubling your first deposit when using the promo code SPORTSDRINK at MyBookie. That's promo code SPORTSDRINK to double your initial deposit all the way up to a thousand bucks. Bet anything, anywhere, anytime with my bookie. Sim Bull is the sports stock market that allows you to profit off your sports knowledge. There are two ways to make money on Sim Bull. First, every time a team you own wins, you earn a cash win payout. Second, just like the stock market, if you think a team is going to increase in value, you can buy low and sell high for a profit. Use promo code SD to make your first deposit risk-free. That means even if you lose money or just decide the market isn't for you, Symbol will refund your initial deposit, no questions asked. Go to Symbol.com, use the promo code SD today. Ralph Marlbro here from Saints Happy Hour. You need to join us every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. on the Spotify Green Room app. We are talking Saints or anything New Orleans sports related. On Spotify Green Room, you can interact with us by asking questions or just laugh at me mispronouncing names. Download the Spotify Green Room on your iPhone or Android device, then follow Saints Happy Hour so you can join us every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. to talk Saints or anything else NOLA sports related. So do it. Download Download the Spotify Green Room app and join us every Wednesday night at 9 o'clock. We'll see you there. This is Sean Payton, head coach of the New Orleans Saints. What's with this Saints happy cast? This has to be the worst Saints podcast in the world. Ralph can't say anyone's name right. Andrew doesn't know football. Everyone has a hard time listening to Dave. And is Kevin even there tonight? The audio... With this podcast, my God, the audio, it's its painful. All right, everybody, welcome to another edition of Saints Happy Hour Podcast. If it's Wednesday, that means we are on the Spotify Green Room app. Uh, 
As always, if you're listening to us live, thanks for joining us. We got a bunch of people in the room tonight. If you're not listening to us live, you should download the Spotify Green Room app. Uh, and remember to join us every Wednesday night at 9 o'clock. We're doing it through the end of the football season. Uh, you should do it. It's amazing. Uh, by the way, we ordered 50 more Saints Happy Hour Saint Season Survival mugs because they were so popular and people wanted them. So we ordered 50 more of them. They're going like hotcakes. Uh, you can get them if you become an annual Saints Happy Hour subscriber. Uh, and you get two months free when you're an annual subscriber and you get the mug and you're going to need that mug for the rest of the Saints season. You're going to need it to survive the off season and free agency. You're going to need it to survive the draft. You're going to need it to, to survive the off season quarterback chase. So do it. The Saints survival mug. It's awesome. Become an annual patron, support the show year round, year round, and you get a free gift. What more could you want? Um, so Saints. Cowboys. And I, here's the thing is people on Twitter have been coming at me saying I'm delusion, delusionally optimistic. I'm not being realistic. And that's a hundred percent guilty as charged. But I feel like if you're a pessimistic Saints fan, you suffer twice because you worry all week about the bad things that are going to happen to the Saints on game day and then you live it again when you watch it so i like to be delusionally optimistic so i've been in a rabbit hole watching saints dallas 1999 jake delone 16 to 27 278 yards two touchdowns one interception he hit keith pool who roasted dion for like a 70 yard gain he had eddie kinnison for a 50 yard touchdown and i'm not saying the saints have near i mean keith pool would be Wide receiver number one for the 2021 Saints. Let's not kid ourselves. Uh, but the thing is, that Dallas team was seven and seven. I'm not saying that Traquan Smith can be great the rest of the year or become an above average NFL receiver. I'm not saying that Nick Vanette can become an average NFL tight end. All I'm saying is for one night, Anything is possible, right? Uh, and things can happen, you know? You don't need, we don't need greatness for six more weeks. We just need greatness tomorrow night, Andrew, right? We don't okay. need the can same. You hear, can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Because I was going to say, if this doesn't work, then I give up. I had to create give. a new account. I, it's just, oh my gosh, <laughs> I, I can't even tell I you. Can't even, I, got, I got two I got two Andrew Juges talking at once. It's fine, though. Uh, it's fine. Everybody can hear you. But I was saying, Andrew, before you got on, I went down a rabbit hole watching the Saints-Cowboys from 1999. I'm pumping myself with delusional optimism. I like to do that when the Saints are bad. I don't want to suffer twice and think about all that can go wrong tomorrow night. I want to think about the positives that can happen. I want this win tomorrow so bad. Like if the Saints aren't going to be good, if they aren't going to be a playoff team or whatever, just give me tomorrow night, God. Just give me beating the Cowboys, getting a six and six, dreaming about the playoffs for 10 extra days. Like just beat the freaking Cowboys. Yeah, I hear you. I don't know if that's going to be enough. Your your will, Ralph, it's it's adorable. 
It it's is. very sweet of you. I'm sure the Saints appreciate it. But look, I, I mean, the big thing for me as I look at this matchup is just uh, the questionable guys. Uh, it's very surprising to me that both tackles basically didn't practice all week, and yet they're both questionable. So I think they're going to give How it a shot. That? Yeah, well, I don't know. I mean, what I what I can tell you. What I can tell you is that 72 is likely to play, 71 is not. That's what I was told. Yeah. So um, now now that I've been told that, watch the opposite happen. Well, what about Kamara? Are they feeling like Kamara is not likely, unlikely to play now? Uh, you know, Underhill kind of made me nervous there. Not going to lie. Yeah, I feel like he made it seem like... he made it seem like the Saints might shelve him for a week at least just to see where he's at physically and you know again it's it's like on the other side of this it's a, it's a mini bye week yeah we've talked about that a lot where the ability to have 10 days off to kind of recover is something that I think the Saints like in terms of just having Kamara healthy for the stretch run and, and I know I know the Saints are in a tailspin and it and and, and they're they've they've collapsed they haven't they didn't win all in November and you start to feel like, oh, my God, this is a must win. But this game isn't really a must win. The Saints are six and seven. Um, or five and, they're five and six. The seventh seed in the NFC currently is the Minnesota Vikings at five and six. So it's not really a must win game. I would say if they lose to the Cowboys, the Jets becomes must win because then you may be a game back. Of the seventh seed, and math just becomes a, like if you fall to if you fall to if you fall to five and eight, you you got four games left, and you're a game or two behind. Then the math just becomes too hard. But like tomorrow yeah. night, like it's not a must win. We feel you feel like it is because they've lost four in a row, but not really. Like the NFC, like hasn't the, the six and seven seeds haven't run away from them, even though they haven't won in a freaking month. I mean, I guess you're right, but. It's not a must win, and it kind of is. You gotta win, but eventually some, you gotta win games. At, at right? some point, you gotta win games. Yeah, yeah like yeah. we could, I mean, we could go on a five, six game losing streak, but at some point, you're gonna have to run the table. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like at, like at some point, you, you gotta win games, right? Um, How much is, of a factor do you think is the COVID deal? I want to say it's a it's a big deal, and we'll get to you're good. We're gonna get to your dad in just a second. I want to say the COVID is a big deal, but here's the thing: it's a lot of trainers and support staff, and the the thing with the Saints in Carolina is they had coaches missing, and they had coaches missing at the position where they had the most flux. Right? They had Caesar Ruiz playing center. They had uh, guards flipped. They had, I think they had another offensive line shuffle that game too. So like, yeah, Throckmorton was playing. Yeah, so Throck. So they had two new linemen, a new center, trying to make line calls. Like it was the perfect storm of disaster. I don't know that Dallas like missing position coaches, missing Mike McCarthy. Like I don't know that it's the perfect storm of disaster that we hope it might be. Um, so I don't know that COVID's really gonna help the Saints as much as we think. I, I will stick to what I said. I think the, the most significant impact it can have is if the Saints start well. That's right. If the Saints go on the opening drive and they score a touchdown 
and let's say they get a turnover. It's 7 nothing, and they're driving to maybe get a field goal, which is basically the exact opposite of how the last three, four weeks have been. That's right. Right? They, they've been down multiple scores in these games. And, like, when you have a game plan and it works after two series and you're up two scores, then it really leaves not much in terms of, like, other than trying to play catch-up. And, and the other team can kind of sit on the lead. They can run the football. It becomes pretty easy for them. Where it gets more difficult is if they have to change, if they have to adapt from their game plan. I think that's where you're going to miss McCarthy. You're going to miss your coaches if you have to make mid-game adjustments Mm -hmm. based on the situation not working for you early. So, uh, I mean, it it seems obvious, but I just think this week, if they want to take advantage of the COVID thing, I think jumping out early is more critical than anything. Mr. Juge, what's your thoughts on this game? And and would This is the game. Like, if you can only have a couple more wins, like, this is the one you got you want, like, for the Saints, right? Thursday. Oh, yeah, Ralph. Look, th- this one's big. Listen, here's what I think. I go back, Ralph, eight years ago. Eight years ago, in November 2013, Saints Cowboys, 49 17. Oh, yeah. Ingram has 145 yards on 14 carries. I mean, I was, I was on a business trip to California. Andrew's daughter, my granddaughter, Lila Kate, was like 10 days old. And Ingram went crazy. He looked like the greatest running back in history. Uh, You know, Tony Romo was like 10 for 24. Uh, We just completely shut him down. And um, here's what I think. Number one, I think Taysom coming in at quarterback is going to create a spark for the team that's going to light him up in a way we haven't seen in a month. I want to say the, and the same had like 40 or 45 first downs in that game. Like something ridiculous. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the, and, the, and the big thing, Ralph, to me is, to me, the thing I want to see is timing, coordination. Yeah. You know, we've had people jumping off sides on fourth and two when you could make it, when you're going to go for it. Uh, we've got all these, you know, we've got all these stupid penalties. We got, you know, look at all the times the, the, the offense and the defense just just seeing that they're not in sync. I say that in this game, a lot of things come together uh, and, and we rev up and we get in sync and we really, you know, run plays very, very clean, very efficiently. Ingram comes back, you know, you know, mad as hell about four losses in a row and has a great game. And listen, I'm fighting mad over Stephen A. I don't know if you saw this on ESPN. You probably did, I right? Did. I but did. Steve, he, you saw the Stephen him. A thing. Look. Stephen A. put the stink on Dallas. He put the he put the stink on Dallas, saying, or, you know, they say Stephen A. Should Dallas be should the Cowboys be on the upset, upset list, the upset watch? And and he said, what is does Drew Brees left NBC? Did he come back? Is Michael Thomas made a miraculous recovery? Is Jameis Winston back? I mean, listen, he trashed us in a way that was insulting, humiliating. Yeah. So well, I, I mean, see, they've been I pretty bad for a month. That's kind, of, that's, kind of it. that's kind of his whole shtick, that's though. Shtick. Yeah, I know. But, I know. But the thing is with, with, with Stephen A., if the Saints win, he may be wearing a Taysom Hill jersey Friday. Like, he exactly. hates the I wanna, Cowboys I so wanna much. See him, I want to see him eat crow. So I'll let you guys handle it. I, but I, I, I say this is our breakout game where – we look a lot more like we did against the um, against the Packers than uh, than in the last four games. Yeah, it's interesting. Well, if you want to if you want to see him eat crow, I mean, first of all, get in line because there's there's about you know 
eight million listeners that hate that guy uh, for, with good reason. And he, he really does eat crow on a weekly basis because that, that's his whole shtick is he says asinine things and half the time it blows up in his face. But, you know, at the same time, it, it's fair. Like, Breeze is still retired. Jameis yeah. Winston's still injured. Yeah. Michael yeah. Thomas did not, in fact, make a miraculous recovery. So uh, this is going to be a really, really tough one to win. And, again, I just really hope that it starts well because that's where I think the, the crowd, the home field advantage can make an impact. Well, and I just think – and, well, Joey, we're going to get to you in a second. I, I told uh, Andrew this when we were talking earlier today – uh, I think the key for the Saints is we'll know within the first two drives on offense if they have any hope. Because here's the thing. The Saints offense is not going to adjust and get better as the game goes along. The Saints offense is going to be Sean Payton had a week to prepare and cook a bunch of stuff up with Taysom, and he card tricks Dallas at the beginning of the game with scripted plays and that sort of thing. And the Saints starts offense starts out great and Dallas makes the adjustments or doesn't maybe because of COVID. I don't know. But if the Saints struggle early, I don't think it's going to get any better as the game goes along. So to me, I think there's a huge, huge premium on the Saints scoring early, especially Andrew, if they move the ball the first two series and they get inside the 20 of Dallas, they got to cash those in for touchdowns. Like they cannot, cannot have first and goal situations where they they kick field goals. That's almost as bad as not scoring at all with how bad this offense is. Uh, yeah, I feel you. So Joey, what are you thinking about tomorrow night? Hey guys. Um, I mean, well, I was reading something earlier from Pro Football Talk, and granted, this is Florio, and he said he put out an article that it says while he's questionable, the Saints don't expect Alvin Kamara to play, which would obviously be a, a huge blow. Um, but it, if if we can somehow get Armstead and Ramchek, I mean, this is the Cowboys. Sean Payton's going to have something cooked up for them, and Taysom needs to be healthy. I mean, he just needs to be able to run, you know, run effectively, run like he can. Mm-hmm. And you got to let Taysom be Taysom, you know, because you, you don't you don't want him sitting in the pocket all day and throwing. You know, you, you need him to run. But there's no team that I hate more in any you know any sports franchise that I hate more than the Cowboys. Hey man, I live in Houston. And Houston has a ton of Dallas fans. I would love, love, love to be able to go into work and laugh at all the Cowboys fans after losing to Taysom Hill. Like, that would be amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, if we, if we were to lose this game, I might take cyanide pills. I'm not kidding. Like, <laughs> like, and, and the thing is, I think Stephen A is setting it up. I really do. I think he's setting it oh, up. Totally you know, setting up. Like, listen, all the Saints injuries. That way, if the Saints win, he comes out on first take and says, oh, oh you lost to – you lost to Taysom Hill at quarterback, no Michael Thomas, et cetera. But the Saints and, – and here's a big matchup for me. I believe the Cowboys have their third-string right tackle playing in this game. And, you know, it would be great if Davenport could play. But Carl Granderson's going to have to win that matchup and, you know, get pressure on that. Well, right, right tackle is uh, Cam Jordan. Oh, Cam, Cam even Jordan Cam needs to find the fountain of youth. Yeah, um, he's going to have to win that matchup and get pressure on that. So. You know – Joey, give me a score. Do you think the Saints can win it tomorrow? Um, I do. I mean, you know, I, I do. We're going to have to run the ball 35 times in some kind of way. <laughs> Here, um, I, I'm going to go I'm going to go 21-17 Saints. Ooh, I love it. I love, Ooh, I love that. He's picking a win. 
I love it because that means they don't kick field goals. I don't know if they can kick field goals. I like that, Joey. I like. I like well, that. with I like Taysom that. Hill, our, with Taysom Hill was healthy. Believe it or not, we had like the best red zone offense in NFL history. And then when he got yeah. hurt, we that's right. started kicking. Field. So yeah. I, the most saintsy thing ever, Andrew, would be Taysom Hill looks amazing tomorrow, and the Saints mm-hmm. win by like ten or fourteen. And ten days later, they go to the Jets and Taysom Hill just get house. They get house, and Taysom Hill has like four turnovers. Like that'd be the most Saints thing ever. But you know what? If you told me that's how it was gonna go, I would still sign up for that because beating Dallas. I would. I think I would too because the thing is, like, you it would give us ten days worth of jubilation. Oh, ten days. Like I, I kind of look at it that way, where you have a win and then you get to. You're six and six, which would probably put them in the playoff race at that point. That's right. You know, in the top seven. And then you can kind of sit and kick. I, I also feel like watching football on Sunday after you've been humiliated on Thursday night football. It's the worst. That, it's the that worst. was just not fun. And I, I actually was kind of like disinterested from watching football on Sunday. Yeah. And, so, and also, too. It just, makes, it, it just makes watching on Sunday so much better if the Saints win. Yeah. Up. And. If they lose to the Jets, we can talk ourselves into it and say it's an AFC loss. They're still six and seven. They're still in the seventh spot. It's fine. Like I, we can totally talk ourselves into it. I'm here for it. Joey, thanks, thanks for joining us tonight. Andrew, Absolutely. another thing that another thing that we talked about today, and I want to. I like I like I like to tease Joey. I always like to tell him that he's toxically positive. He's always texting me like super positive Saints takes, which I love. But I I, I tell him he's toxically positive. Well, you know, here's the thing though. If you be if you're negative all week and then the Saints are terrible, you you suffer twice. Um, That's true. We were talking today, and I and I want to expand on my thought thing. I don't. The more I think about it, Andrew, I don't even care about Taysom Hill's passing stat line tomorrow. I really don't like completion percentage. None of it. All I want from Taysom tomorrow: run for more than forty yards and create three big passing plays of more than fifteen yards. Interesting. With chaos, because if if he if he could run, if you told me right now, Taysom could run for 40 yards, not have any turnovers, and he would have three completions of over 30 yards, I would take it, and I would just hope those three completions aren't in garbage time. Because like if Taysom Hill is 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 12 of 26, but he hits a couple of big plays passing and creates a couple of plays running, like that's enough. Like. This offense for the Saints, it isn't going to hum and score 35. Yeah. Like, you just need to create chaos, play, create plays out of chaos that Simeon could not. Well, that's the thing. That's with, with Taysom is he can have a play where it'll go for it, – it'll be third and 12. Yeah. Mark Ingram will get hit for a loss on first down. On second down, they'll try to run a screen pass, and it'll be miserably executed. And – Taysom Hill will try to fire it in there, and it'll bounce off someone's shoulder pads. And so then it's third and 12, and Taysom Hill is going to take off for a 24-yard run. You know, that that's that's going to happen in this game. There's also going to be a similar play where he gets rocked in the backfield, fumbles, and it's going to go the other way for six. So <laughs> there's a lot of variance with, with how that all goes, but 
I don't think Simeon really ever offered you the high end of that description I just gave you. Yeah. And uh, the back end and, and the low end was still in play. So I, I think you've got to live with whatever he offers you in this game, obviously. But uh, that, that, that would be my biggest concern is that I don't think it can be any worse than Simeon. <laughs> But it could be as bad, more self-inflicting, if that makes sense. Well, I, Ryan asked a great question, and I forgot, I, I didn't think of this until he did. Um, most important decision tomorrow: drink out of the Saints Happy Hour Survival Mug or the Crude Tasem Mardi Gras Cup. Oh, you gotta go Crude Tasem. Yeah, you gotta go. This is his fir- This is first start. Yeah, you gotta go. You gotta. You gotta go. And that's that's a reminder that. If you become a Saints patron and you sign up at the ten dollar level, uh, my live will ship you a booze bundle. You get the forever Drew, get forever Drew cup. You get the crew to taste cup, and you get uh, a shot glass, a koozie, and a Saints classic football card. Play, a Saints player legend like Stanley Jean Baptiste, Pierre Warren. We got nineteen eighties players like Gil Fennerty, nineteen nineties. So it's you should do it. It's fun. It's awesome. I think you go, go crude to some Mardi Gras cup mixed drink. That's what I'm going to, that's where I'm going to go tomorrow. Um, as far as the defense, Andrew, I know the whole sort of discussion that we've had the last couple of weeks has been the offense, the injuries, the ineptitude, this defense, they play, they fought their guts out the first half against Buffalo. They sort of wilted in the second half, but you know, we talked about this secondary in the early part of the year, how good it was, how they had guys. I mean, you know, they, they, they played great against Brady for the first half. They sort of struggled in the second half, and that's sort of where the defensive struggle started, the second half against Tampa. You know, Amari, Amani Cooper, he's going to play. Uh, they're going to have um, – what's the other uh, – C.D. Lamb, he's back from concussion. So Dallas is going to have their full complement of weapons at receiver – this defense for the Saints, like, they got to play better. I know that the offense has an issue, but this defense, they've got to rise up to the occasion and sort of carry the, the offense a little bit. I'm not saying they have to be lights out perfect, but they've got to be better than they have been the last. they got to play closer to at least how they played against Tennessee than when they played against Buffalo. Yeah, I just keep hoping. And, and is this is a uh, Sam Mills Ring of Honor induction game, That's right? That's right. That's right. I hope that gives us. I hope that gives the fan a little bit of juice. Uh, if you haven't had a chance to yet, and you're a Saints fan, uh, listening to Sean Payton's story about that is just terrific. And he talks about how Jim Mora has been in the room and been in the building several times, and they've had a chance to spend some time together. And you know, Sean Pat- Payton asks, I'm paraphrasing here, but Sean Payton asks Jim Mora just straight up. Hey, when you were in the building, who are the guys? Like, tell me what's missing around here. Who should we be commemorating? And he he said that both on the field and off the field, the guy that Jim Moore always talks about is Sam Mills. He's say my favorite player. He you know talked about having him in the USFL in Philadelphia and then brought him over with the Saints. And uh, so anyway, I, I think it's great. I think it's you know obviously he's been commemorated in Carolina and kind of eternalized over there just for what he did in a short amount of time. But he was with the Saints for much longer than that. And so yeah. You know, I, I I think that's going to be a special moment in this game. I hope that it'll allow the fans to kind of get excited about something because, you know, last week I was really excited about Drew coming back. And it was really disappointing that he was kind mm-hmm. of 
there at halftime, got to say his goodbyes to the fans. And it's a little bit sickening that that's the game that he was there for. So it can't, it can't be like this with Sam Mills too. Yeah. It would just be too painful. And I know, and I'm not going to say the Saints can't lose five in a row because Sean Payton's never lost five in a row as a Saints head coach. He's lost four in a row. Uh, I think a couple times they started zero and four in You know, you know, Sean Payton pays attention to that stuff, though. You know, he knows that. Yeah, he knows that. I he, just think he the, he he doesn't want to start his first five game losing streak. Now. No, he doesn't. And I don't. I just think the Saints are going to play well tomorrow. I think a I think a week of I think the short week and the massive amount of injuries, like those two things, are they were just too much to overcome. But now they've had a week. They sort of know who's going to play and who's not, and they sort of can plan around that, right? Um, so I think they're going to play better. I think we're going to – I think the Saints are going – they're going to play the best that they can play in their current form. Now, the thing is, wow. I don't know whether that if, – if the best that the offense can do is, like, score 17 points. Like, that may be the best they can be, but I think they're going to play – the best that they can play tomorrow, and it's going to be a good, clean game, and they're going to play well. I just don't – as I've gotten more positive as the week goes on, I just don't know if that's enough to, to, to hang with Dallas and get it to the fourth quarter as a competitive game. Well, back to your point, you know, th- this Dallas team, you know, they're 7-4. They're and four. They – right Eight after four. the Falcons – sorry, yeah. Uh, right so – they're 7-4. and four. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, but right after they, you know, they, they only scored nine against the Chiefs. So the Chiefs shut them down recently. Um, but right after the Saints lost to the Falcons, the Cowboys beat them 43 to three. So, that's right. uh, you know, the Cowboys were kind of in a tailspin before that game. They really weren't doing much offensively. Um, uh, and then they put up 43 points and then only nine against the Chiefs. So they've been a little bit up and down. Uh, they've been a little bit Jekyll and Hyde from week to mm-hmm. week. I think overall, Dak Prescott, we know him. He's a good quarterback. He's had a good season. Ezekiel Elliott's had a good season overall. Uh, he's been solid. CeeDee Lamb's actually been better than Amari Cooper just in terms of production. They've yeah. both been very good. And uh, Dalton Schultz, their tight end, has been good. So they have a lot of weapons on offense. But I, I kind of go back to what you said earlier. I really believe that the Saints have to do a better job defensively. It starts there. They're going to have to have one of their best games of the season. I've talked about this on the show before, but when you look at how they played and two years ago when Teddy Bridgewater was the quarterback, they won that game 12-10 to 10 by making four field goals. They never got in the end zone, yeah. but they only gave up 10 points. It was an epic defensive yeah. performance, and I think it's going to take something similar to that to have a shot. Yeah, and listen, Dallas, you know, they talk about uh, Parsons and the defense and how um, – Yeah, Micah Parsons has nine sacks this year. Dan Quinn has improved the defense. The defense isn't really that good. They gave up 509 yards of offense to the Raiders. And, by the way, Darren Waller, the Raiders, arguably you would say he's their best player. He only caught two passes for 33 yards in that game. He got injured, had to leave. And – Hunter Renfro, eight catches for 134. Deshaun Jackson, three for 102. Zay Jones, five for 59. Like, I'm not saying the Saints 
you know, Hunter Refn will be the number one Saints receiver, but like Zay Jones, Traquan Smith, they're about the same level player. Deshaun Jackson was completely cooked until this game. So like the 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 Cowboys defense, it can be moved upon if the Saints if if the Saints if they would have Alvin Kamara in this game, Andrew, I would feel great about it because I feel like then Sean Payton could could do some matchup stuff. But I look at Dallas like, you know, the thing is like maybe Dallas's defense just isn't that good, and maybe the same like it would be if Taysom lights up the Cowboys like it will be hilarious. It will because because the thing is NFL Twitter will be conflicted because most of NFL Twitter hates the Cowboys. They also hate Taysom Hill. So they'll be very, very conflicted if Taysom Hill is roasting the Cowboys Thursday. We hope you didn't fill up on Turkey Day because at my bookie, the fun is just getting started. This Cyber Monday, my bookie is giving you a bet one, get one free promotion on the Monday night football games. On Cyber Monday, bet against the spread on the week 12 Monday night football game. And whenever you wager up to $100, you receive that same value back in a risk-free bet for week 13's Monday night game. My bookie is the only sports book where buy one, get one means you're the one holding the bag. Don't miss out. Head to mybookie.ag. This Monday to get in on the exclusive promotion. Set yourself up for success by doubling your first deposit when using the promo code SPORTSDRINK at MyBookie. That's promo code SPORTSDRINK to double your initial deposit all the way up to a thousand bucks. Bet anything, anywhere, anytime with MyBookie. Sim Bull is the sports stock market that allows you to profit off your sports knowledge. There are two ways to make money on Sim Bull. First, every time a team you own wins, you earn a cash win payout. Second, just like the stock market, if you think a team is going to increase in value, you can buy low and sell high for a profit. Use promo code SD to make your first deposit risk-free. That means even if you lose money or just decide the market isn't for you, Symbol will refund your initial deposit, no questions asked. Go to Symbol.com, use the promo code SD today. Ralph Marlbro here from Saints Happy Hour. You need to join us every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. on the Spotify Greenroom app. We are talking Saints or anything New Orleans sports related. On Spotify Greenroom, you can interact with us by asking questions or just laugh at me mispronouncing names. Download the Spotify Greenroom on your iPhone or Android device, then follow Saints Happy Hour so you can join us every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. to talk Saints or anything else NOLA sports related. So do it. Download Download the Spotify Green Room app and join us every Wednesday night at 9 o'clock. We'll see you there. So, Deontay playing, I guess? Is, is he avoiding the suspension? He's avoiding At least the, for now? Yeah. I mean, he. that's what I I, I, uh, I said on Gus Kattengill's show today. I said another of the things that would be peak Saints 2021, Deontay Harris catches six for 180 and two touchdowns, Saints win in a romp. Friday morning at 9:01, Deontay Harris suspension is upheld. He's suspended for three games. Like that would be peak it, it, 2021 Saints. I mean, if you offered that to me right now, I'd, I don't even know 
what what it feels like for a receiver to have 100 yards. <laughs> what what is that? Is that is that is that is that like does that defy time continuum? Is that something that can actually happen? It would. It would. Matt. That's that's. I feel like the laws of physics would have to cease existing hey, for the, that to be a reality. What's the high for a Saints receiver this year in the season? Has a Saints receiver broke 75 yards? Uh, I, I, w- I would think Deontay has in one game. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was either Deontay. No, Trey. Tra- uh, I'm sorry, Kyle Way. He had uh, 85 receiving yards against Washington football team. I think Deontay had a close to 80 against the Patriots, too. Like, Deontay had a big game yeah, against the Patriots. Yeah, I think Deontay Patriots. did. Think Traquan did in his second game back. All right, all right, I'm pulling this up. All right, so we got Lil Jordan against the Bills, 47 yards was the best receiver. Got this is going to be the saddest exercise. All right, Uh, Traquan did have 64 against the Eagles. Not bad. Not Not bad. bad. A lot of garbage time. Uh, yeah, a lot of garbage time. Deontay had 84 against the Titans. Yeah, I'm going to say that's probably the biggest we get. Uh, against the Falcons, we had Traquan at 53. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the Bucks, we had, um, oh, my God. Kevin White with 38 was the best against the Oh, yeah, because he had one and, catch. And, and we won that game. Broke the internet. That's right. Uh, Seattle, I mean, Kamara had 10 catches for 128 yards, but our, our best receiver in Seattle was Callaway with 32 yards. Mm-hmm. Uh, Washington, you got, uh, Callaway with 85. And again, most of that, like you said, was on a Hail Mary, uh, against the Giants. The best receiver on the Saints was Callaway with 74. Um, mm-hmm. man, the Saints really suck. My it's God. the sadness. I mean, they're, they're, the, the receivers are just the saddest. It's it's awful. All right, hold on. We got a couple more. We got Patriots week three. The best receiver was Callaway with 41. <laughs> uh, pa- this should be ugly. Panthers like Panthers week that. two. Yeah, yeah. Little Jordan Humphrey with 27 was the best. And oh, then that's and that's then week cool. one against the Packers, the best was Deontay with 72. So there you go. And most of came from like one, on one, one, yes. one. No, yeah, no, no one has broken 90 yards receiving oh on the Saints receiving. Oh, my God. But, like, against the Patriots and uh, uh, Packers, that's excusable because, you know, you had the defense basically shutting down their offense. And, I mean, they even got even the touchdown against the Patriots. So it's not like I'm going, well, holy shit, we just can't do anything on offense. I mean, those games, you, you, I just kind of ride off and go, okay, the defense just won us a game. I mean, the offense. The, the, Ralph, the, Ralph. What will you do if the Saints failed to have a 100-yard receiver all season long? I don't know. My God. I mean, they might not have the You got Saints. six more games. You got six more games. I don't know. What, what, people in the chat, you can, you can nominate things I can do on a live, the live stream after the yeah. season's I guess, over. I guess this is a bigger question. What would you do once the Saints have a – Receiver recording 100 yards receiving. I mean, like an actual receiver, not not Camara again. I guess that's a bigger question. Like, well, Camara's already have... done it. He's Camara's already had 100 yards receiving in a game this year. Yeah, Here's the I'm thing: so, like, the I, Saints I, might not. I, I would e- I would even I would even grant it to you, Ralph, if Juwan Johnson got it. I, I would allow that to slide. What if uh, Here... if Little Jordan Humphrey 
records over 100 yards receiving. <laughs> does Dave win the uh, UDFSA uh, Redemption Sun uh, draft thing? Yeah, no, he does. I'm never giving that to him. <laughs> Here's the thing. No. Here's the thing. Though. I don't accept the that. The Saints might have – the Saints conceivably – will have a leading receiver and they will not have 600 yards because Deontay Harris, he has 427 yards. He could have a, unless he has a monster game tomorrow, he's going to be hard pressed to get to 600 yards. I'm going to tell you right now, Quan Baker, who's been on the practice squad all year and hasn't seen a single snap or active game yet this year, he still has a shot at being the leading Saints receiver this year. That's how bad it is. Aesop Winston is in the same boat, also still has a shot at being the Saints' leading receiver this year. What do you think will happen first? Juan Baker gets promoted from the practice squad to be on the active roster for a game, or the Saints recording a 100-yard receiver? That's a good question. I would say Baker, because they could have – I mean, 2021 is a season of injuries. It's, I mean, they could they could lose three receivers tomorrow night, and Kawan Baker could play versus the Jets. I would take that before I'd take a 100-yard receiver. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. The Saints, it's conceivable that they are not going to have a receiver catch 40 passes. Deontay Harris has 27, but he's going to be suspended for three games. Marquez Calloway, he's got 27. But are you really sure? Oh, he'll get yeah, he'll get to forty. Yeah, Callaway will get to forty. Yeah. And, and how many and does Traquan have? Twenty. Traquan, I think it's like at seventeen. I think twenty. He's at twenty he's for at, the year. Twenty. He's at twenty. Okay. So higher get, than I thought it was. So he'd have to get he'd have to get three a week for six. Yeah, years. I don't know about that. I don't know. Three, I like, feel like more than Traquan's, Traquan's going to get injured here in the next couple of weeks. I'm sure. I think, he is the only receiver I can say with confidence that hasn't dropped. I think he's only dropped one pass. He has like the yeah. fewest drops of this receiving core. So I think if someone were to uh, have, you know, 40 catches, then probably could be Trey Kwan. Because he'd be one of the ones what's, that. What's something, if I granted you, if I granted you a wish of something to happen tomorrow's, in, in tomorrow's Saints game, Matt, then I, then I, and I said to you, uh, but it can't be. Something obvious. What would you want to happen in the game that you would feel really, really good about the Saints winning? Man, I guess my one wish would be holding Dallas to under 200 total yards. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like a complete shutdown of their offense where they can't throw the ball, they can't run the ball. like that one. I was going to go like more low hanging fruit and just say no, a, t- I, I, a, t- a touchdown on the, on their opening drive. I, like I just would, give, just give me that. And at least like it would, the game would be off to a good start yeah. and taste them. Like we'd be excited about how he's starting the game. I was going to go with that, but yeah, I mean, I, I can't beat that. Like holding them to 200 yards. Say, they'd, they'd have a real shot at winning. I, I would say if you give me one thing, I would say the saints block a punt because when you block a punt, you win the game. Like, 70 over 70 percent of the time and i know it is that think, oh, is that higher percentages than getting a pick six Ooh, i don't know about that i just know that if you block a punt you win like 72 percent of the time really so i would just That's say block, block a punt and just like hope they've the, been so they have been so close this year like yeah. uh, dwayne so, I mean, washington 
uh, JT Gray, uh, Granderson. Oh, Granderson did it in the Washington game where you were like, he got the roughing penalty. You're like, how did you not block that punt? Yeah. I mean, like, they have gotten so close like five times this year. It's for, I don't know how we haven't blocked a punt yet. Yeah. Uh, but thanks for joining us, Matt. We got um, we got a couple other people wanting to chat. Uh, we got Joshua. He's always Joshua's always nice enough to join us on the uh, on the Spotify Green Room every Wednesday. Joshua, what do you what's your thoughts on tomorrow's game? Um, I like the question you asked. Like the one thing you could you would want to see um, that's unexpected. I think the one thing that I would see that that probably seems realistic. Um, and I I kind of noticed this when. I think it was the I want to say it was the Tampa Tampa game as well, but I think that Taysom. The one thing I want to see is Taysom come in and execute the 2018-2019 Drew Brees offense. Um, I noticed Taysom had way more zip on the ball than Trevor Simeon did, and I don't trust Taysom passing the deep ball that much. His deep yeah, balls are atrocious. Right. It's like the opposite of Winston. Um, but I think. I think Taysom will bode well if they, you know, you know, if they incorporate the short dink and dunk, you know, having Ingram will help. I don't, I don't think Kamara's going to play. We don't really need to play him. Um, well, I, I would like to see him play, but rest him against the Jets. But you know, play him if you can against D- Dallas. If not, just sit him. Mm-hmm. But I think Taysom Hill, just overall having a really good, efficient game, would be something I would be happy with. And as long as he's done turn the ball off, I think the Saints have a, a good chance, you know, minus the offensive line, which is bang the hell. So, Joshua, if yeah, I, if I told you that I, I could grant you one player to have the performance of his life, but the answer can't be Taysom Hill. You could pick any guy on the roster, and he has the game of his life, but it can't be Taysom. Who do you pick? There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. <laughs> Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, 
the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Uh, I would pick Carl, Carl Granderson. <laughs> Yes. If the defensive the defensive line is getting in the backfield, then that means we're the defense is doing a good job and the offense has more opportunities. The only reason I don't like that answer is that he could get like two sacks and that would be the game of his life. If I you said game <laughs> of his life, if you said game of his life, I mean I'm picking Ingram because Ingram's had monsters. Ooh. I mean, that's a good answer. I mean, Ingram, yeah, I like that. Didn't he run for like 180 against San Francisco one time? Yes, like, he did. He, he did. did. So it'd be like a 200 yard rushing game. Yeah, like <laughs> I mean, when you're talking about like, like, uh, like Ingram. I was gonna say Cam Jordan because it would mean he he'd have to get like five sacks. Yeah. True, but Cam Cam saves up his 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 sack game for Atlanta. I mean, minus his past one, every every Atlanta game he shows up and shows out. I, like I said, we just need you know Cam to do his thing, which you know he's been efficient not great this season but he's been efficient and serviceable and great getting pressures and whatnot but we just need someone to finish the job and i think yeah. carl granderson getting those sacks you know kind of will take the the pressure off of the offense granderson's been interesting i mean he, I, he's been disappointing all year and i i really felt like he took a step backwards in some ways which was surprising to me in the sense that he gained a lot of weight this offseason and not bad weight i mean he got he bulked up uh, but he did a lot of things to not lose his agility. And you saw, I mean, there were so many workout videos over the summer. I really felt like he was going to grow into being a really good player. And I was very surprised in his sub snaps this year to see him kind of be disappointing. And finally he gets a chance to start just due to all the injuries. And last week out of nowhere, he has the best game of, of the Ingram's, season. Ingram's May, maybe be- of his career. Ingram's best game. 2014 against Green Bay, 24 carries, 172 yards. He averaged seven yards a carry. So, like, career game would be, like, 25 for 180. I mean, if the Saints run for 180 yards, if if Ingram runs for 180 yards and the Saints can't win, like, they're never winning the fucking game the rest of the year. Like, you know, like, I'll take that. Um, 
That that would be. What about Lattimore? What about Lattimore? Would you like that best game Ooh, of that'd his be life? Fun. You know what would also be fun? Like instead, like do the reverse. Like instead of if you you can't pick one Saints guy to have a great game, but you could make Dak have the worst game of his life. Would that be enough to get the Saints a win? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, thanks to everybody for joining us. We had a good, we had a good crowd in here tonight. Um, Andrew, I just, the, the, especially the, you know, because Jameis got hurt and they played against Atlanta. It was really bad, but they made the comeback. They almost pulled off a miraculous, greatest win in the history of their rivalry with Atlanta. They went to Tennessee. It was bad, but they fought their guts out, and they were, you know, a two-point conversion away from winning the game, or having a competent kicker away from winning the game. But the last two weeks has really been not any fun watching these games, you know. Um, so I just want, I want the Saints just start out good and get it into the fourth quarter with a chance to win and make it, make it fun. Like it hasn't been any fun, and I just want, you know. Obviously, winning is the most fun, but just I want three. I want tomorrow. I want I want three hours of fun like that. That's the that's how much the bar has sunk, Andrew. Oh man, I I hate hearing you say that. Like I'm listening to you, the words coming out of your mouth, and you're basically asking for a participation trophy. You're like just what? just be competitive, and yeah. I'm happy. Like no, yeah. I want to win this game. Come yeah. on. I say that I now. I want to get back to 500. Get, get me to the fourth quarter with the Saints up a touchdown, and I'll be locked in. You know, it. That's the thing. Like it doesn't. Well, you know, no. What's going to happen is the Saints. If they lose by a field goal, you're going to say, "Man, if if they're going to lose, like I'd rather just lose by 30." No, I, I no, because I've seen that the last two weeks, and it's terrible. Um, <laughs> so you're ready to have your guts ripped out? I mean, at least you feel something. I haven't felt anything the last two weeks. Uh, yeah. You know, closing closing thoughts, Andrew. Sean Payton, the last couple weeks has gotten more and more aggressive. It was it wasn't even borderline. It was completely reckless at times against Buffalo. Fake punt. Oh, you just mean like the fake punt? Yeah. The fake punt going for him. Do you think he's going to be as aggressive tomorrow? I just think at this point they have nothing to lose. Nothing to lose. So why wouldn't you? Yeah. You know. Did did, did Dr. Fink ever come on the show tonight? He's he not did on not. Here, he? he did not. We needed we needed uh I didn't see him if if I if he Yeah, if I was he, I was hoping There I he is. I he I didn't see he 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 is there. Dr. Thomas. Oh, I, I, he didn't request he didn't request to speak. I figured if he was in there I just saw him. Dr. Thomas, we're going to stay a little extra. Plantar fasciitis. Everybody says you can't make it worse. But how much pain is he going to be in? And how much does whatever they shoot into his foot an hour before kickoff, how much does that impair what he would be able to do if he was just, if he wasn't injured with it? Like, how much do the painkillers impair? I know it, it helps him play, obviously, but how much does it impair and make him not be 100%, if my question makes sense? 
Hey guys, thanks for having. First of all, I've been here most of the time. Y'all just hadn't noticed me. I was <laughs> playing it low key. Hey, I can I can barely tell what's going on on the south today. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the first question was, how much is it gonna interfere, or how much pain he's gonna be in? Uh, I I presume, hopefully, hopefully minimal pain. He's gonna he's most likely gonna have some, but I think that's why they've they kept him out last week is. He could have played on it. He can play it on it on it at any point. I think what they were trying to do is get him best case scenario where yeah. it's completely minimized. It's usually worse in the morning. So if he can get it nice and loosened up, it might be it might be pretty minimal by the time game game comes around. The problem is that it usually gets worse whenever you're um, on your on the running part where you're on your toes, which is probably going to be doing a lot of and so what they probably did is gave him a steroid injection at some point and then put him through a whole bunch of stretching and rest and ibuprofen and i don't know when they did the steroid injection you can't you can't do it too many times because there's consequences for that in that area but it usually helps a lot so i think he'll be okay He's just going to got to work through it. And he seems like a pretty tough guy. So I, I don't, I don't think it might hinder him a little bit, but I don't think he's going to have to sit back in the pocket. He's can gonna, you, Thomas, can you explain out. why it's better to tear it? That, that's what I've always been told. And what I understand, like, why is that? Because it, it offers a cure of the pain immediately because the, the pain comes from the tension and the loading of the, they call it a fascia. It's actually an aponeurosis for all the nerds out there. But it, it, when it tears, there's no more loading of it. It's completely gone. So you're pain-free and you feel awesome. The problem is that down the line, that decreases the stability of the arch of the foot. So you can kind of get lateral foot pain down the road. But for short short term, now, uh, it's cool. It's kind of like a cure-all. But you try to avoid it if you can. In fact, in fact, when they go to when they surgically try to tear it to help out in people who are refractory to treatment, they actually usually only cut part of it because you'd like to avoid a complete tear if you can. But if you do, it is what it is. It's already done, and you feel better, and you just deal with the repercussions later when you're retired from the game. Interesting. Um, yeah. So, so you're point of view is that he, this should not impact his level of play too much. I mean, as a running quarterback, like I feel like this is different from having this happen to Dak Prescott or mm-hmm. Eli Manning or, you know, some, some prototypical pocket passer. This is a guy that makes plays with his feet and he's at his best when he's doing that. So it is, it, it burns, it burns like a son Thomas, of a bitch. here's and my question. I, I, when, when he's awesome tomorrow night and he's spectacular, you said you can only get so many steroid injections. Should we be worried about him when he goes to the Jets in the cold and he can't maybe get another injection? Will it be worse next week? Like they say, I know they say you can't injure it more by playing on it, but like does the pain increase? Like as these weeks build up with for him, if he's gonna, because I assume he's gonna be the quarterback for the Saints the next six weeks. Yeah, that's where I was gonna kind of go with it. And that tomorrow they'll probably just give him some insets. He'll he'll be feeling right as rain for the game tomorrow, and 
it, it might not even feel that bad during the game. The problem is that it's most likely going to act up again. So even if he plays great tomorrow, it's probably going to return and be worse down the road, and they're just going to have to try to manage it. I don't know about cold weather affecting it more, uh, but I will say that it's not that you can't injure it. Like you can create more inflammation in the area. You just can't structurally injure anything acutely from it. So you can hurt it more. You can cause more pain, but you're not in danger of structurally destroying anything, which is the reason why they just completely take people off the field for, for other injuries that you can. So it's just, it's a pain thing. And it does respond really well to steroids and ibuprofen and stuff like that, like pretty simple stuff, but it's just, um, it's fickle. It just sticks around. Like some people it can take a year or two to completely Ooh. go away where yeah. they get up in the morning out of bed. They don't have that 30 minutes of burning when they have to stretch it out in him. And that probably won't be the case. He's got a great medical treatment, but it can, it's, yeah. it's like it's one of those injuries. You don't I, think of it. I as, tell, as, go ahead. I was just going to say, I, I tell my patients, it's kind of like tennis elbow for the foot because a lot of people get that and they kind of, understand that it's it sticks around it's really irritating and same thing you don't, you're not going to structurally damage anything from tennis elbow but it freaking hurts and it takes you out of whatever game sport you're playing yeah it's one of those injuries that it's like uh it's like turf toe and plantar fasciitis they don't sound so terrible but like players hate them and i know turf toe players especially hate it um and fear it because even. everything everything you do goes through that small spot like every move you make i mean just going upstairs you increase the the weight load on your knee joint is like seven times your body weight and that's without running at full speed so just imagine everything that's going through the foot everything's translated through there to the to the ground so it just it sucks yeah i'm glad i'm glad we had dr thomas on as always i wish we, i wish you would have uh, i didn't see in the room you should you should uh raise your hand and ask to speak i wish we would have done this at the beginning dr thomas because I'm fired up now. You made me feel good. Like, 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 uh, Taysom, his foot's going to be good to, he's going to be good to go tomorrow. He's going to wreck the, cow, he's going to wreck the Cowboys. I'm, 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 uh, I'm shooting optimism uh, with a fire. If fans. we're going to get some, if we're, if we're going to get some Taysom magic only one time, let, let it be. Let it be tomorrow, baby. We want, we have, I want the Taysom, I want the Taysom magic tomorrow. He can go to New York and sneak against the Jets. It's an AFC game anyway. It doesn't even matter. It's practic, it's practically like having an extra buy. Um, so, uh, anyway, guys, thanks for joining us. Thanks again to Dr. Thomas, as always, for giving us medical, uh, evaluations and explaining things going on. I think, the, I think the, Tom, the, the, his Taysom Hill explanation was fantastic tonight. Uh, thanks to everybody for joining us. Sign up, get your Saints survival mug, and it's amazing. It'll help you the rest of the year. And me and Andrew, uh, will talk to you after the game tomorrow night when the Saints have defeated the Cowboys. We'll see you then.